Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Lucy Lou here, wishing you a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are. Today on the show, I have my friend and co-author from our best-selling book, Asian Women Who Boss Up, Lisa Milan. Lisa has over 20 years of experience in producing and managing stellar events, more than 500 local and international events organized. She has worked with some of the top 100 companies in the world and has earned her a spot in the top event planner and marketing CEO in the nation. She's the CEO of her own event and promotional marketing company called Masterpiece. As the pandemic hit, you already know that most events have shifted to virtual. So since the start of the pandemic, Lisa has been working with many, many companies to throw on virtual summits. And that's what we're here today to talk about. If you have been thinking about throwing a virtual event, a virtual summit, this episode is for you. So let's welcome Lisa. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Hi, thank you for having me. So what is a virtual summit? A virtual summit is an event, but it's also a series of events. So it can be, as long as it's more than like one day, to me, that's considered as a summit. So any time that you decided to plan or host an event where it's two days, three days, and there's also a multiple number of speakers during that event, then that is considered as a summit. So who do virtual summits work for? Virtual summits actually uh, works for everyone. So any anyone who would like to talk about a topic, I would say who wants to sell a product, a service, or anytime you want to address any type of event or what's uh, occurring at the time, um, I would say that's considered as um, an event or a summit. So before an event... What you do is you sit down with a client and I imagine you set goals and objectives, correct? Yes. Uh And how does that look like? So when I sit down with them, one of the first questions that I do ask is what is what is their goal and why would they like to host a summit? And then from there, and then I also ask them, well, what value are you giving your audience and what is the purpose and why are you doing this? And then from there, after we, we discuss the, that question and their purpose of hosting this event, then we then go through the logistics and the next steps and the date and when they would like to host their event. So what else do you usually prepare for before an event? Uh, pretty much there's a timeline that I do give them. So there's actually a master planning spreadsheet that we kind of go through. So these are all of the deliverables, the checklists, also like who's included in their event. And when what I mean by who are they going to need any speakers, right? And and then from there, we really do go over uh, what is it that they need and what questions they usually ask from the speakers who's going to be included in their event. And then we go through the series of timelines on 
uh, what's needed leading up to the event itself. And of course, we are putting on an event so that people can come. How do you help your clients get leads and raise visibility for their events? So part of what we do as and what I do as well for as a marketing and event agency is not only do we help the clients plan their event, but another reason why they're even hosting the summit or event is really one to grow their audience as well as to get their leads. But one of the most important things in any business and even with an event, it would be their marketing. So part of what we help them with is to go over the marketing on how are they going to promote the event. So from there, what I mean by marketing, that would include the social media. That's one part of it. There's also the email marketing part. And then there's also the whole, like if they were to invite and include uh, the speakers, then we also will, will prepare the marketing for their speakers so that their speakers can help promote the summit to their clients. So it's like an overall, I would say it's actually like a very powerful, powerful tool because it's not just one piece of marketing that's uh, included, but it's the overall planning that leads up to the event. So it's both event and marketing that's included. So for someone who is just putting on a virtual event for the very first time, Mm -hmm. what kinds of budgets are we looking at? There's actually, there's, there's different types of budget, right? So depending on the size of the business or, you know, if, or if they were a company, there's three, to me, there's three different types. There's one that's, I would say that's basic or that's smaller. And what I mean by that is that that's when the business or the client will only need the services for the day of the event. This means that they are going to prepare everything else, like all the planning, um, all the marketing, they do everything themselves. So for that, um, you know, that can range anywhere from 500 to I would say maybe anywhere from like 1500 or 2000, because this is really only for the day of the event help. And then there's the second type where let's say they really need help with the actual virtual summit planning and also the strategy behind it. I would say that would be the second type and that can range really anywhere from 2,500 to 5,000. Again, this also depends on how big the event is, how many attendees were they expecting and how much help do they need. Then there's the third type would be the full service package for the summit. And the full service would basically be, you know, everything from all the marketing and the planning, as well as the virtual summit itself, because it takes, it takes like a full production in order to host as well as plan a virtual event or virtual summit, because it isn't, as you can see, most events right now that's virtual is done through Zoom. So what I mean by when we help the businesses with their virtual and virtual summit, we actually give them the full experience. And one, we don't use Zoom because Zoom is just one platform where to me, that's more of like a video conference. Um, I know that I've seen some events that are done through like Facebook Live because this way they can see them 
However, all the um, engagement and everything is done through chats. Um, we actually do use a platform where it has many different features and you'll really have that experience as if you were in an in-person event. So that's that's completely different. And just so you know, there's actually, I would say, over 45 maybe even close to 100 now, different types of event platform that can that you can use. How long ahead do you usually plan a summit? I would say that for a summit, 90 days would be, a, that would be a good number to plan. And what are the most common formats of virtual summits right now? The common format, I would say, like I mentioned earlier, would be Zoom, because Zoom is a platform that's used by almost, I would say, almost everyone. And what I mean by that is I I know that in schools, universities, even through many of the different events that I've attended and in summits, uh, usually people will use Zoom or even like Google Meet. I, I feel that because this is a product that was launched earlier in the year in the year in 2020 I think everyone got accustomed to that and then another type I would say of format would be one that's pre-recorded so you can record your actual video as a speaker and and then what what happens is that this actual recording or your presentation can now be hosted somewhere on a website or somewhere so that people can watch that actual presentation from your experience, what do you think is more effective, the pre-recorded summits or live events? I would say that pre-recorded. And the reason why I said that, the way that at least the way that we usually would present or show our events would be we would ask the speakers to do a pre-recorded presentation. And this is really about their topic. So that pre-recorded presentation can one, it can be edited. We can add animation, pictures, and really make that um, make that presentation uh, look good and also fun. And it's not just an actual recording. Then what we do is that we'll show them that presentation. And at the end of that pre-recorded version, then the actual speaker shows up live. Then it gives the audience and the speaker to actually interact and engage with the audience. And that part will be left for, you know, Q&A and for, um, for questions coming from the audience too. So, so that to me, I would call more of like a hybrid and, you know, nothing is left out in terms of what they're presenting. I've also seen live events that went really well. And to me, those who I've seen have done live events, I would say that they're probably more like keynote speakers or, or those who have actually been a speaker for, for a long time now and they're used to that. It's, it's more for stages, I would say. Mm-hmm. And what are the best ways to monetize these virtual events? Oh, there's so many, there's so many ways where you can do that. So I would say, you know, one, through the event, you can monetize by one selling like an all access pass or a lifetime access for the event itself. So let's say there you're an attendee and you aren't able to really like sit down and watch the virtual summit where it really requires you to attend the event for maybe anywhere from like eight hours a day. And, you know, for three days, right? So that's about 24 hours for three days. And I'm just using that 
as an example. So let's say you weren't able to watch or, you know, you were busy and you had some other appointment, then you're going to miss the actual event during um, the event times. So the one lifetime access is where you can watch those videos and you can watch the summit at any time that you want. So that's one way to monetize. The second one would be if you were offering like a VIP package and also you have access to the different speakers and even the keynote speaker of your event, then you can charge extra. That's another way to do that. So that, so that's the, that's the second type. The third one would also be where after the event itself, let's say you were the one who had hosted the event, you now have access to all the attendees. You now have grown your email list uh, as well. Then from there, you can, you can either send them, an offer, or you can even invite them to another event. So these are just like some ways to monetize because I know that these are like warm leads that you can turn around and close some of some of the attendees who where you can offer them something after the event. Mm-hmm. And from your experience, you talked about earlier, there are many, many ways to promote an online summit. Mm-hmm. What has been most effective though for your clients? I would say that most effective would be organic. When, whenever you do have speakers who really participate and promote the event, if they do invite their audience and they invite their audience, you know, through them inviting them, whether it's go live through their social media platforms or they send out an email to their email list. So in order of that, I would say it would be through organic marketing, through their their audience, and then their social media and email marketing. Yes. So the best guests or speakers to have are those that would be willing to promote. Yes. Mm-hmm. How about sponsors? How effective are having sponsors to throwing a successful event? So sponsors uh, would be great for an event. Actually, what I would say They, to me, I would say that sponsors are your partners. So once you, once you get a sponsor or when you are looking for a sponsor for your event, the one important thing that sponsors look for, what is that and how are you going to partner with them and why is this good for them? So if a sponsor is someone who would be part of your event, they can, they as well can help you want get more attendees for your event. And then two, they would also benefit to partner with you as well. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Any other secrets to putting on a successful online event? Ah, let's see. I would say to me, one of the most important things I would say to remember when you're hosting an event or even planning an event, it would be, and this is me, right? I would say once you give or provide an experience to the audience and you give that value to those who are attending, then the same and maybe even more through word of mouth attendees will always remember your event and they will always come back for more. Experience to me, I would say, is what would make you different from others, especially when you're hosting an event. And Lisa, you put out so much work in your free download 
about virtual summits. I absolutely have never seen such a comprehensive freebie. I was mind blown by the amount of information you put into your checklist. So anyone who is thinking about putting on a virtual summit, be sure to run and grab her virtual summit checklist. It is amazing. And where can people find that, Lisa? Thank you. They can go to marketing and eventsecrets.com backslash virtual dash summit dash checklist. And I could, I could also send that to you so that you can also send that to your audience. Amazing. And on those low days, do you have a favorite quote that you go by Lisa? Yes, I do. And this is what I tell everyone, especially if you are thinking about starting your own business, or even if right now, if you do have your own business, Don't be afraid to take risks, never give up on your dreams. And no matter what you're dealing with, always autograph your brand with excellence. Mm, I love that. Autograph your brand with excellence. Thank you. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 